The views and opinions expressed on the following program are that of the host and their guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of CJAM-FM. Somewhere outside the city. Live from beneath the Student Center at the University of Windsor, you're listening to CJM 99.1 FM, reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. You're listening to Wind City Sports on CJM. 99.1 FM. Now reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. Yo, what's good, everybody? You're listening to CGM Radio 99.1 FM. But we are now reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. You're listening to Windsor's only local sport podcast, Wind City Sports, with your host, as always, Drake Demore. Wind City Sports is here on CGM every Thursday live at 8 p.m. with new episodes, replays on Mondays at 12 noon p.m., and you can hear all of our old shows on soundcloud.com slash windcitysports. We also have a Facebook and Twitter account. We'll talk all about that at the end of the show as we normally do. It is September 7th, 2017. It is also Frosh Week at the University of Windsor, first week of classes, and a lot of sports are starting back up as we have been talking about the last few weeks. We have basketball uh, soccer, both in the men's and women's divisions, and football all started up in the past few weeks. We also have baseball coming up uh, in about a week from this weekend. They kick things off on the road and then return home on Sunday the 17th for their home opener at the Libro Center out in Amherstburg. We'll be talking a little bit about that game later on the show. We'll also be talking to one of the new captains of the Windsor men's baseball team. It's Jack Zimmerman on the show this week on Wind City Sports. Talk a little bit about his playing career, about his time with the Lancers, and being named one of their new captains after only one year with this team. We also talk a little bit about his future and what to expect from the Windsor Lancers baseball team this year. Aside from that, we're going to run down some local sport news in regards to our Windsor Lancers. Lots to talk about uh, in regards to our soccer teams and basketball teams. Who are our basketball team is actually in uh, Amis, not Amersburg, um, Amsterdam right now. So we'll be talking a little bit about that, and we'll actually be talking to. Uh, Chris Oliver very soon and some of the players we're going to be setting up some interviews next week when they return and as always we'll be talking about our Windsor Spitfires who are uh, just completing their OHL preseason showcase in Buffalo Uh, they went with a clean sweep won all three games we'll be talking about that Uh, and the upcoming preseason we have one uh, preseason game at home against Sarnia and one on the road before the regular season opens up very very soon we'll also be talking about our Windsor Express Yet another new signing to the Windsor Express. We'll be talking about that uh, later on after the interview portion of our show. But first, let's take a moment to talk about our Lancers Athletes of the Week. From the men's soccer team, it's Kelso Carapau. And from the women's soccer team, it's Christina Brooks. Shout out to both of them. are going to be running down uh, some news from their games this past weekend. The women are undefeated right now. Uh, so we'll be talking all about that uh, later on in the show. Plenty of news to talk about here this week. But first, we're going to play a quick little PSA from CGM, the things that help keep us alive to keep doing the shows we do like Wind City Sports. And if you're a new student to the University of Windsor and you're sitting in uh, taking part in CGM, send us an email or just drop on by the station sometime to see what it's all about. 
We're actually going to be running two training sessions next week on the 13th and 14th of September at CGM, located in the basement of the CAW Center on Windsor University campus. You can sign up on the link found on our Facebook or on cgem.ca or email us at programcgem at gmail.com. So don't go anywhere. In a few moments, we're going to be hearing from one of the new co-captains of the Windsor Lancers men's baseball team, Jack Zimmerman. This year marks the 75th anniversary of Japanese-American internment during World War II. Explore the experiences of those who lost their freedom on September 8th, when the Arab-American National Museum's Global Friday series presents California's Grateful Crane Ensemble, performing the musical review, the camp dance, the music and the memories, recreating high school dances young Japanese-Americans held behind barbed wire fences in America's internment camps. The performance begins at 8 p.m. Tickets are $15 general public, $10 Arab American National Museum members, available in advance online at arabamericanmuseum.org, by phone at 313-582-2266, and at the door. Alright, well we'll get started talking about yourself, obviously, we want to talk a little bit about your background, uh, how long have you been playing baseball? And just give me some credentials where you played and that kind of stuff. Um, I've been playing baseball since I was five years old. I started in uh, in Decumsey, local local ties with uh, Decumsey Rangers. And then I moved when I was 15 to the Windsor Selects. And uh, I played there for three years. Um, then I went to Madonna University in uh, Livonia, Michigan, which is a NAI school. And I did uh, two years there, which was a good time. Had a lot of fun there. And then just last season was my first year at uh, the U here. I uh, transferred back to go to uh, the engineering program they have here. So this is year number two with the Lancers. Oh, that's really cool. I was actually going to kind of touch upon the playing in the U.S. aspect, but uh, I didn't know that you played there yourself. Uh, probably really yeah. learned some good experiences and brought some knowledge back, right? Yeah, for sure. Um I went in with like really not knowing what to expect and uh, it's just, it's a high level and you really learn, they really throw you into the fire. You learn uh, right away what you got to do to be successful, is that one which is, which has been great coming to Windsor here. Yeah, absolutely. Is that one thing that you really noticed when you were there? That's a big difference between uh, Canada and the U S the way they kind of coach maybe. Um, I wouldn't say the coaching. I think Frank is, you know, Frank is, as good a coach as I've ever had. I think the thing about the States is the resources that they, they pour into this and uh, you know, just how deep they'll go recruiting wise. Whereas Windsor will let more players come to them. They're more focused on guys they have in house where Madonna was, you know, this, the whole Midwest, they were looking for talent everywhere. So well, it's a much bigger uh, market there for baseball, right? In regards to both like uh, players and actual marketing right so it's probably a lot more guys wanting to get on that team like you're talking about here they're kind of just recruiting getting as many players as they can right yeah yeah madonna we had we had some some professional ties we when i was there a couple guys i played with now are in uh minor league baseball which is cool you know it shows that not just guys from the states but even guys from canada you know the opportunities are, are around even at smaller schools like that that's really cool man so we'll, uh, we'll kind of backtrack, but let's talk a little bit about uh, playing in the States as a Canadian team. Like when we talk to 
Adam, he was kind of like, you know, like we go into like their world kind of thing, right? Like a Canadian team. Do they kind of treat you lightly? Think like, oh, these guys will be a breeze because, you know, this is our sport kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially, um, you know, they really don't know what to expect. Most of them, University of Windsor is kind of foreign to them. They might not even know we have a team. So when we go over there, you know, they might think they can roll over. But, you know, we've shown last year in the league and this year with what we're going into, I think teams know now that, you know, we can play. And there's a lot of Canadians that can play and do play in the States. So I think... I think the respect is, is coming up. Big time. And it's funny you mentioned that. I was just actually at the Tiger game yesterday, and you see all the diversity uh, in the players, right? It's not like it's necessarily a certain uh, nationality that takes over the sport of baseball. Like every country and everyone is really uh, proficient in that sport. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know just around this area, there's a lot of guys that, you know, are playing professional baseball now. A lot of guys from Toronto, um, you know, out west, it's it's really growing in Canada compared to like, you know, maybe twenty, thirty years ago. I think it's a lot bigger now. Yeah, it's awesome to see. All right, so uh, was there any big challenges playing in the states or uh, anything like that? Is there a big difference in their environment? Um, well, I think one of the, one of the big challenges was I came in as a freshman and I was eighteen and. I was with about 10 other freshmen and they already had a roster of about 25. So you know, like numbers wise, you're, you're really behind the, like behind the group coming in as a freshman and you really got to earn your playing time. I think that was the hardest, the hardest point. Cause a lot of guys were great players in high school, best players on their team. And then they show up here and, you know, now they're fifth or sixth on the death yeah. chart. I think that's the hardest part. Yeah. It's like, you no, know, it's when, just, yeah. Moving up in anything. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think the hardest part is just, like, not losing focus. You see guys that the first sign of them not starting is the end of their, yeah. you know, playing career. But yeah. kind of the like guys that stick going, with right? it. So, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so, like you said, last year's your first year, actually. And now this year you're named one of our co-captains. So I'm sure you really made a good connection with the team and everything, right? Yeah, um, it's, you know, it's an honor. I was surprised that that Frank would approach me with this, but I'm really glad because, you know, I've seen other, like other captains on this team, like Adam just do such a great job and being so important to our team that I'm glad I can be on that same level. That's awesome. Uh, so what's the most that you enjoy about this team? Uh, I really like, um, like how close we are. And I think one of the reasons that we are that way is because, we're really accountable in practice and in games, you know, guys don't miss, uh, guys are always here. They're always have the right attitude, which, you know, that's what really builds that team team mantra. And I think, you know, road trips, practices, all those games we spend together has really uh, made us a better team. Yeah. It's the little things that matter, right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't know if we touched upon this, but uh, did you try out for the team or were you approached by uh, the coaching staff or how did that end up happening? Um, well, I knew I was leaving Madonna Mm -hmm. and then that summer I, uh, was playing with the selects again and I didn't have plans for the fall. I didn't know. I knew I was going to Windsor, but I didn't have plans baseball wise. And I called Frank and just asked him about the process of coming on the team. And, uh, he actually plays in the same league, the same summer league as me. So he had seen me play and, uh, he said, yeah, you come out, uh, 
throw a bullpen, do a quick tryout, and you can be on the team. So, wow, that's cool. Um, yeah. So, did you know him when you called him, or you just you knew who he was and decided I'll just reach out to him, or how that happened? Um, well, I had some players that I played with in the summer um, who were on the team. Okay. Uh, Kyle Reno had has been on the team for a while, and I asked him. I said, you know, like, hey, you're on Windsor. What do I have to do to try to get on that team? And he gave me Frank's number. And I had I had heard of Frank, you know, yeah. I've heard good things, so he's very approachable. Cool. You guys have a good relationship now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, especially now, uh, being a captain, I think oh, yeah. I'll have to, you know, touch base with him more often to, uh, you know, to remain in in touch. Yeah, absolutely. He's always a guy you could probably talk to, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. for sure. That's cool. All right, we'll talk a little bit about more uh, about yourself more. I was reading an article online that just trying to. Uh, prep for this interview and they I think it was when you play for the selects they were talking about your diversity on the field uh, just being able to play all different positions but uh, correct me if I'm wrong now you're the pitcher with uh, with the Lancers do you like being on the on the mound or what yeah I think uh, pitching has always been probably my favorite thing to do uh, because you're just so into the game there's no you know you're such an important factor in oh, yeah. the outcome of that game and uh especially the last couple of years, I've been focusing more on that than any other position. I think it's paying off. And, uh, you know, I'm just glad to try to get the ball in as big a game as possible anytime I can. Yeah, like you said, it's a very important, vital uh, position. So, And wherever yeah. the team needs you, right? Like um, you said, you're diverse in different positions, but if that's where they need you, then that's when you're going to try and accelerate. Yeah, for sure. You know, you don't want to label yourself as just one thing. You want to... Yeah you know, be athletic and think that you can do multiple tasks. Yeah, it really shows your worth. Yeah. Okay, so you guys have uh, your fall season coming up soon. Uh, have you, how have you guys been preparing for the season? Have you been training, uh, doing anything new, unique, outside of the box, or just sticking to the basics? Um, I think we're sticking to the basics for the most part, um, doing a lot of what we did last year yeah. because it seemed to have worked. But uh a lot of guys play on different summer teams. You know, maybe they're not from Windsor. They play up in like a Toronto league or something like that for the summer. So even if they're not in a Lancers uniform, they're still playing the game all summer yep. and getting better that way. And uh, I think I think that's that's big. It gives us a little bit of an advantage maybe on some other teams that were already basically in mid-season form instead of uh, coming up on the first day of school and haven't picked up a ball or swung a bat in couple weeks mm-hmm. like you said it, um just sticking to the basics doing what uh, worked last year because you guys had hell of a season and that's what i always say with um athletes when i'm talking to them you know i always want to see if they've changed anything in their game or preparing for anything differently but hey if it isn't broken then don't then why fix it right yeah i mean obviously we we came up a little bit short last year so there's this yeah. there's this like renewed focus amongst the guys that maybe staying a little bit later at practice, getting some extra swings in could be the difference this year uh, to set us over the top. Absolutely. Like we said, the little things make a difference. So we yeah. have our, um, our, sorry, our season opener next Friday and our home opener next Sunday. Um, how are you feeling about the squad going into this fall season? I, re- I really like it. We have a lot of um, returning players. You know, we did lose some, some veteran leadership, which which will be tough to replace. I don't think we're necessarily going to replace it but other guys are going to fill in and uh, as a group step up you know i really like uh our pitching staff is deep um 
guys coming in, new guys that I've never seen play before, but we've heard great things. And uh, offensively, the depth of our lineup uh, just keeps getting stronger and stronger, picking up guys at the last minute here, uh, guys deciding to want to play. It's it's really forming a, a deep unit that uh, I think can withhold an entire season. Awesome, man. We're really looking forward to it. And yeah. uh, before we begin to wrap things up, I just have a few basic questions for you. Uh, about your future in baseball, are you looking to go as possible in your playing career or maybe coaching be an option or what? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I I don't think I could ever picture a time where I'm not involved in the game. So, I mean, even when I'm done here at Windsor, there's still leagues to play in. Oh, yeah. The the am League here with the, the Thunder, who are doing well, the Windsor Stars, the Windsor Selects, all those teams probably play in there and then coaching i mean i haven't thought too deeply about it but yep. it, i would be interested in it i for sure i love being around the game so why not awesome that's cool to hear man uh we like to hear everyone's story and everyone has a different one so uh, it was cool to hear yours and thanks for joining me yeah thank you Okay, we're back here on Wind City Sports. We just heard from one of the new captains of our Windsor Lancers baseball team, Jack Zimmerman. We'll remind you about their home opener coming up next week, but we have a lot to talk about, so let's get things started with our Windsor Spitfires and a little bit of hockey news. The Spitfires were in Buffalo this week for the OHL preseason showcase. In the first game, Chris Playfair had a pair of goals and an assist as the Spitfires opened the OHL preseason showcase with a 4-3 win over the Flint Firebirds coming from the Key Bank rink in Buffalo on Friday. Trailing 1-0 in the second period, Playfair scored twice in a 21-second span to give the Spitfires a lead they wouldn't relinquish. Laranonov's goal, the eventual game winner, came at 1.45 in the third period. Igor Laranonov Jr. is the son of Igor Sr., who uh, played for the Detroit Red Wings, if you didn't know. Fun little fact. Uh, game 2 saw Matthew McDougal score the, the game winner in the shootout as the Spitfires edged the North Bay Battalion 4-3 on Saturday afternoon. The Spits built up a 3-0 lead with goals in the first and second period, but the Battalion fought back to tie things up. Michael DiPietro ended up earning the win in goal in his first start since Memorial Cup Championship game. In Game 3, William Sermon scored twice as the Spitfires beat the Peterbilt Peets 4-1 on Sunday. The win wrapped up a perfect weekend, following wins over Flint and North Bay. The Spits will now play a home-and-home preseason series with the Sarnia Sting, featuring a home game next Friday, September 15th, at the WFCU Center. Speaking of William Sermon, uh, General Manager Warren Reichel had announced earlier in the week that he has agreed to an OHL player and education package. Sermon was selected in the 14th round of the Ontario Priority Selection in 2015, now he was 17 and played for the St. Andrews College in Aurora for the 2015-16 season and last year in the Ontario Junior Hockey League's Markham Royals. William played in the preseason showcase tournament as mentioned before. 
the preseason success is making it difficult on management to cut uh, to make roster cuts approaching the regular season, but we are positive that William has made the team. Uh, speaking of which, general manager Warren Reichel also announced that the club has assigned rookie forward Jordan Frasca to the Chatham Maroons and defenseman Mick Govan to the Leamington Flyers of the Greater Ontario Junior Hockey League. In addition, four Spitfire players are headed to NHL camps on Wednesday, earlier this week. Luke Kukovicius took, took part in the Detroit Red Wings training camp. Luke Boca was in Carolina, and they are set to uh, take part in the annual Prospects Tournament in Traverse City, while Michael DiPietro and Aaron Luchuk are headed back to Vancouver to take part in their training camp. Again, next Friday, September 15th at the WFCU Center, we'll have preseason action against the Sarnia Sting. Their home opener is the following week, Thursday, September 21st, against Saginaw at the WFCU Center. We'll keep things rolling with some hockey news. Windsor has a new hockey team, if you haven't heard. The Windsor Aces are going to be playing in the upcoming Greater Metro Junior A Hockey League 2017-18 season. The team will play their home games at 80 Knox Arena, with the first game scheduled for September 9th, this Saturday, against Essex County's rival, the Kingsville Kings. Head coach and owner Joe Bernie Jr. is quoted saying, We hope that our group can create buzz around the Aces that will help bring hockey fans out and get the community support. Bill Champman, the public relations director for the Aces, says, We endeavored to create a team environment focused on hockey skill and player development, along with education, citizenship, and community involvement. Game 1, again, is this Saturday against the Kingsville Kings, and it will get underway at 7.30 p.m. at 80 Knox Arena. Check them out on Facebook and Twitter for some more information. So I just so happened to come across that last week. I don't know how it slipped uh, the news feed on Twitter and Facebook, but uh, I was talking to some individuals from the team, uh, some management, and we're hopefully to be setting up some interviews soon with a player, coach, or uh, one of their uh, staff members to talk about the new team coming to Windsor. And we have yet a new signing for the Windsor Express. The Windsor Express have signed Dallas, Texas native Braylon Rayson for the upcoming 2017-18 season. The five foot nine guard joins the Express as an unrestricted free agent after competing four years at Central Michigan. Rayson, nicknamed Mick Buckets, was twice named the third team All Mac with Central Michigan and is first in three pointers made with 271 and attempts at 768 in the history of CMU basketball. With three games remaining in his college career, Rayson dropped 88 points over that span to reach 1,888 and finished third all-time at CMU. While with the Chippewas, Rayson started 113 games out of 127, including 110 in a row, dishing off 232 assists and picking 131 steals. He is quoted saying, I am very excited to be playing in Windsor and am looking forward to the season beginning. I've been working out during the summer and can't wait to meet the rest of the guys. The Windsor Express training camp opens in November. And now we have a big bulk of Windsor Lancer sports news. we we'll kick things off with our women's soccer team. The women's soccer team picked up its first win of the season this past Saturday with a 3-1 win over the Brock Badgers in St. Catharines. The club picked up its third tie in four games with a 1-1 draw against McMaster on Sunday in Hamilton. Scoreless after the half on Saturday, Freshman Sophia Ferrazzo, Jasmine Martin, and Becca Firth scored to give Windsor the tie. 
On Sunday, freshman Jade Samping scored nine minutes into the game, but McMaster pulled even with the lone goal of the second half. The women will take on the Algoma Thunderbirds at home next weekend in a weekend double header on Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. Those games are actually this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, the 9th and 10th. Uh, my mistake on that. And it'll also feature Christina Brooks, one of our Athletes of the Week. And as mentioned earlier in the show, our other Athlete of the Week from the men's soccer team, Kelso Carapau. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about him because he scored the second goal of the game uh, this past weekend off a free kick in the final minute of play. Allowed the Lancers to draw against Brock. Kyle Ruggerberger had the team's lone goal on Sunday in a 4-1 loss against McMaster. The men will also be hosting the Algoma Thunderbirds this weekend at Alumni Field. Both games are scheduled for 3.15pm on Saturday, September 9th and Sunday, September 10th. Moving on to men's football. After two extensive weather delays due to lightning, the Lancers football team fell 19-12 to the host Toronto Varsity Blues this past Monday on Labor Day. After a short lightning delay before the start of the game, the two teams were delayed for an hour and a half at the sev- at the 7.55 mark of the first quarter. Due to City of Toronto bylaws, OUA policies, and with the agreement of both head coaches, the game was called at 11.30pm, with 6 minutes and 21 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Windsor is now 0-2 on the season as they head into their second road trip of the year on Saturday, September 9th against Guelph. It's a rough start for the Lancers. The Lancers head to Guelph to face them on Saturday, on Saturday as mentioned before. Um, Guelph is coming off an overtime loss to the Western Mustangs, who uh, also played on Labor Day. Kickoff for that game is set for 1 p.m. and can be seen on OUA.tv. And finally, our men's baseball team. We heard from Jack Zimmerman earlier in the show. Um, he, he is one of our new uh, captains, along with Adam Pickle, Rob Casapo, and Chris Rinaldi-Ross, all from the Windsor-Tecumseh area. The Lancers captains are chosen through a two-step process that includes a full team-closed ballot vote and a professional interview with the entire coaching staff. Leadership is the most important focal point of our program, said head coach Frank Janay. They open up their season next week, on the road on September 15th at Macomb Community College. And our AKO Fratman team make it three straight wins for the AKO Fratman after Saturday's 40-23 win on the road over the Ottawa Sooners in the Ontario Football Conference play. Quarterback Brandon Reum ran for three touchdowns and also threw a touchdown to Devin Woods. Jacoby Jones also had a touchdown run for the Fratman. Kicker Andrew Beaton had five converts and a field goal for the Fratmen, who are 3-1 and one now, against the Sooners, who are 0-4. AKO's defense recorded four sacks and picked off four Ottawa passes. Now moving on to some Border City wrestling news. At Labor Day's free event at the Fogler Furlan, Aiden Prince won a fatal four-way to earn the opportunity to face Pete Dunne for his WWE UK Championship on October 14th at BCW Excellence at St. Clair College Sportplex. This marks the first official match that has been announced for the event, and it will also feature former WWE champion Rey Mysterio, Tito Santana, Windsor's own Petey Williams, uh, Global Force Wrestling Knockouts, Sienna, Allison, and Velvet Sky, plus all your BCW favorites, including Phil Atlas, Brent Banks, Cody Diener, and more. Uh, VIP tickets are going very fast, so get them while they're uh, still available, and general admission should always be available 
at bordercitywrestling.com or see their Facebook. It's going to be a great show. And before we begin to wrap things up, we're going to talk a little bit about the Tour de Vitalia that took place on Labor Day down at Erie Street. It is said the event went very smoothly and there was a great turnout. There's women's and men's division, and the women achieved an average speed of 39.79 uh, kilometers per hour, while the men were uh, slightly faster in an average of 44.6 kilometers per hour. In the races, there seems to be a rule. The race is not over until it's over. This was certainly the case in the men's Pro Elite Masters Final. In the last three laps, winner Paul Martin of First Internet Banking Cycling lost his leading position but pulled ahead in the last lap. He took the win in a time of 1 hour 45 minutes and 48 seconds. Challenger Jason Valenti of National Cycling Center, who came in second, was only 11 seconds behind. So I think we covered a lot this week. That's going to be it for the September 7th edition of Wind City Sports. This is our 62nd episode, and I thank you for listening. We're here on CJAM every Thursday live with new episodes at 8 p.m., replays on Mondays at 12 noon p.m., and you can hear all of our old shows on soundcloud.com slash windcitysports. We also have a Facebook and Twitter account. You can simply search for us or go to facebook.com slash windcitysports or on CJ, or sorry, on uh, Twitter, our handle is at WCS CJAM for Wind City Sports CJAM. You can also find our last five to six shows on CJAM.ca. Uh, we're going to be talking to someone from the Windsor Lancers basketball team team with many more uh, interviews being set up. So until next week, smell you later.